missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. Morning Sickness voicemail here on the 90, uh, 957 The Rock with the Morning Sickness. And somebody called us? Yeah, somebody called. Old Sweet. School. Voicemail. Love it. It was good to hear An's voice there briefly. I was scrolling through my Facebook memories this morning, Sean. It was a video of me scaring On <laughs> up front. I remember that. Oh. I did that several times over the course of She didn't like that at all. Her career. Hey, you know, you got to keep them alive. Make sure that ticker's still ticking, right? Uh, what is it? 608-784-SICK. That's the voicemail number if you want to leave us a message. You can also send us a listener recording through the app, the open mic section of the app. There's so many ways to get in touch with us, Shaw. And uh, every uh, time you get in touch with us during the week, you have a chance to win freebies from First Business Solutions as our weekly check and reward winner. Let's see what's in the voicemail uh, box this morning. Inquiring minds want to know, are you two back in the same studio yet? I mean... Everything is going back to normal almost. Uh, so you would think you two would be back in the studio. That would be awesome. On a side note, Brian, it was great seeing you in a race this Saturday night and to actually be able to shake your hand instead of like doing a fist bump from five, six feet away. And that was really cool. And hugging your wife for the first time in a long time. Gino, can't wait to give you a great big bear hug when I see you again, too. Doc out. Oh, man, Doc leaving us a voicemail message. It was great to see him and Dirty Dan Diker, who is, like, getting blonde hair. I don't know what's going on with his hair, but uh, it was good to see them at the Speedway on Saturday night. We were rocking the races with Nikki Paisley. Big thanks to Chuck and his great staff out there. Not only did we get upgraded to the chalet uh, from the lawn keeper's deck so we could enjoy some shade and that massive heat that was going on (laughs) Saturday night because I was not looking forward to that. But we had plenty of great food and beers. Chuck brought us an extra case of beer because people were thirsty. Hot weather will do that to you. Yeah, and big thanks to Nikki Paisley. She showed up with a whole crew of her people, and uh, they were out celebrating on the jet skis during the day. She brought a big box of T-shirts. We were able to hand those out, and uh, we had a blast out there in turn one for rocking the races on Saturday night. And no, we are not in the studio together. Uh, I said that to Gene like two weeks ago, Shaw, that you know maybe now's the time for you to move back into the, into the studio, uh-huh. but... She apparently prefers to be in her in her I, office. I don't know that I prefer to, but I have so many of the things in here, moving all the things every morning. I don't in want there. your things in here. I know that's she's multitasking, Brian. That's exactly. What she's that's that's exactly what I'm saying. To you. I'll be honest with you. At this point, I'm I'm satisfied with keeping her out of my studio. I'm I'm satisfied with keeping well, everybody sad. out of my you studio. You don't have to be, be mean. It's not a you thing. It's a what you bring with you thing. Think of you're like the tornado, right? You just bring a lot of crap with you, and it just, you know, and it's unavoidable. And I don't need that in here. Well, it sounds like everybody's happy I, then. I am. I don't know that I'm happy. I'm, I'd, I'd rather be in the studio and be able to look at Brian and see out the window and watch this, you know, but no. For now, anyway, not a thing. There's so many things. I'd bring in all this. Did you see this stuff? Oh, yeah. It's all got to come with I don't with want me, that Sean. in here, so I can't have it. <laughs> I'll gotta come here with. comes the tornado. Yeah. <laughs> the greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. Do you have stress, Shaw? Well, I think we all have some level of stress. You know who's got stress? Uh, you. Oh, no, not me. Oh, not you. Okay. Well, that's Gene, good. Gene has enough stress for all of us. 
Well, she has a lot of responsibilities around here. Yeah. Very stressed out. But stress can sometimes be good for you, Gene. Did you know that? Uh, in what way? <laughs> so, in what way is that? Please tell me. Funny you should ask. Okay, tell me about it. Good things about stress. Gene, are you ready? Mm-hmm. I want to write some of these down. I know you deal with a lot of stress. Three, write them down. Three teenagers. Management here at Midwest Family Broadcasting. Oktoberfest board. Taking on way more than you can chew. Good things about stress, Gene. You ready? Yes. There's always a chance it could turn you into the Hulk. <laughs> right? Gene Never know. getting angry. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Right, Shaw? Mm-hmm. Good things about stress here on the morning sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Workers are more productive when you scream at them with bulging eyeballs. Right, <laughs> Ellen? <laughs> Then you have to cancel your show and say that it was a good run. But then people found out I was kind of a dick. Profusely swearing is a cool way to make sure no one sits by you on the train. That's true. (laughs) Yeah. Let everybody know who you are and what you're doing, Gene. Mm -hmm. Don't sit next to me. Unlike most Americans, you have a perfectly valid excuse for drinking on a Monday morning. (laughs) It's all that stress. Is that what's going on in there? Is that why she doesn't want to come in? Probably. (laughs) That glass of wine. Peanut Nor supposed to spit it out, but no way, no, Jose. No way. Good things about stress here on the Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Cracking brand new everlasting gobstoppers with your tightly clenched jaw <laughs> is a popular party trick. <laughs> I think Gene does have jaw problems, don't you, Gene? Yes. <laughs> That's the that, truth. wonder where that comes from, Shaw. <laughs> Gotta wear a night guard, right? Uh, I, that I don't wear? Yeah. Yes. All right. Uh, gritting your teeth at night? Wonder why. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Good things about stress. This one might come in handy, actually. Okay. Uh, your burning ears can be used as a panini press in a pinch. <laughs> <laughs> right, Sean? They start to turn red it, and you get not? that heat. Maybe just lean mm-hmm. over and give it a little sear. Nice little sear. Toast that, toast that bread. Good things about stress. A couple more. Uh, choking members of your extended family during the holidays is a good cardio workout. <laughs> okay. Right? And uh, last but not least, the good things about stress. I don't think this applies in Gene's case. Okay. But Bright red just happens to be your color. Mm. Right? In your face? Yeah. Yeah. All that rage. All that rage. Gene's got rage. There you go, Gene. Hopefully you wrote some of those down. Thanks. I know you like lists. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know that I like them. I just got to have them shot. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. (laughs) No, really. Which decade had the best music, Shaw? Mm. You had to vote. Oh, that's hard. Which decade that's had the best so music? Difficult. Probably the 60s for me. 60s for you, okay. You're uh, not in the majority here. Probably not. Gene? Gosh, this is so hard because so much of the legendary stuff was in the late, like, this late is, 70s, but right. then the this 80s is, is my jam, and then you've got the 90s with changing everything with Nirvana and the sound of Seattle, so... That's really, really, really hard. Well, the top two are very close, by the way, according to a new poll. Uh, 23,000 people surveyed recently about which decade had the best music. Well, then you've got Biscuit and all that other stuff in the in the late in the metal, Yes. By the way, if you want to read so, more about this survey and you want to take our own personal survey, go to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com asking you which decade had the best music. No big surprise here. The 80s, number yeah, one. I've... People just have... A love for the 80s. If you're in that Well, it had group, all of the things, you know? It well, had... everybody was living a high life, man, right? I mean, we, you know, everything was good. It was a party, right? 
Well, you've so, got the hair, you know, and then you've got like Madonna and Prince. I mean, you've got this wide range of really big, but you know, Michael Jackson. Seventies, no big surprise. Yeah. Number two on the list with twenty-one percent of the vote. Zeppelin, ACDC, Van Halen, then all the, that stuff. Then the nineties uh, yep. came in third yep. with fifteen percent. Shaw, you said the sixties. Uh-huh. Yeah, thirteen uh, percent of the vote. You're in fourth place here. That's okay. Two thousands tied with music earlier than the nineteen fifties at six yep. percent. The two thousand tens, by the way, voted three uh, percent, and the current decade, the twenties, only got two percent of the vote. No big surprise. There's so much garbage coming out, WAP and all that other crap. It's interesting too because the greatest selling albums of all time, if you look them up, only two of the top ten were released in the eighties. The the majority of them were all in the seventies, mm-hmm. like Meatloaf's "Bad Out of Hell" seventy seven, Pink Floyd "Dark Side of the Moon" right. seventy three. Eagles, their greatest hits, even mm-hmm. though it's a compilation, it still came out in 76. Uh, the Bee Gees on Saturday Night Fever, the soundtrack to that, uh, 1977, Fleetwood Mac with Rumors right. in 77 as well. The only two that came out in the 80s are the top two. Big surprise, Michael Jackson's Thriller yeah. and ACDC's Back in Black. But uh, there's a, a nice representation there in the top 10 from the 70s. Uh, which, of course, is close to the 1980s. If I had to vote, it would be the 80s. It's just a jam. I don't know. Rock and roll music got too serious for me after the grunge era. It's too serious now. There's not enough party bands. The 80s were party, man. Mm-hmm. Poison and Motley Crue and, you know, mm-hmm. drinking and partying and chicks. Beasties. And Beastie Boys. And then they got, I mean, their music was oh, still good, serious. but they got yeah, serious, serious, you know. Uh, rage. You know, but like, and I like Tool, don't get me wrong, but they're not a party. You know, you go there and like, man, I'm here to party. I want to party, you know? I paid 80 bucks and I want to party. I didn't come here to be upset and depressed. You know what I mean? Right. So, we rode in that beat up Camaro to get here, man. Yeah. <laughs> We're ready to have rock some action, roll. man. Again, rocking, what is it? Heavy metal parking lot. Go watch that. That's what people want at a con- It's a Friday night. I'm ready to get my drink on. I'm ready to go home and bang afterwards. I'm here. You're here to get me ready. You're the foreplay. I'm not here to walk out and go, man, that was a good I just shoot. think about life. It's a big circle. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. What did my dad mean to me anyway? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not mad at you. You're, you're mad at your dad. You're not mad at me. You're right. <laughs> I do hate my dad. Uh, yeah, so if you want to check out uh, our, our poll on which decade had the best music, you can go to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com, and I'd, I'd be... What's the word I'm looking for here, Shaw? Help me. I'd be... uh, Yes? I'd be stupid not to play some music from the 80s, wouldn't I? Since it is the best decade. You're looking for the word remiss? Remiss. I'd be remiss, yeah. There you go. It's a word I don't say very often, so it got lost in the ether. (laughs) Up there in my mess of a brain. Oh, sounds so good! Party! You know there's a party happening. Right? You know you're drinking, you're partying, big hair, tight jeans, those high-waisted underwears that come way up over the thigh. Oh, my God. Those are my favorite. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. If you go out to eat and it doesn't bother you to find a hair in your food, come on down to Harry's Diner and check out our main menu. Try the Buffon Burger served with a bun. Feast on the Pixie Cut Prawns or the Pigtail Pork Chops. They come with a side of Jerry Curl Fries. We've also got French Toast Braids or a meatloaf mullet with a side of cornrows. You can even eat healthy with the salad from our bowl cut. Harry's Diner on the corner of Mohawk and Page Boy. Come over today. 
You find hair in your food, you send it back, right, Sean? Yeah, I'm not going to eat that. Big hair, little hair, does it matter? Any hair, all the hair? No, yeah, I don't want any hair. None. Gene? Uh, yeah, I'm sending it back. If it's at our house, you're just kind of going, oh, okay, Somebody whatever. <laughs> well, dog, dog hair gets over everything. Uh, Nothing just, you can do. Cat hair, I mean, whatever. Just, but yeah, if you're out and you're in a restaurant and there's hair in your food, you send it back. Don't bring me the same plate of food either. I want a whole new plate of food. New survey found that a lot of us would just power through it, though, Shaw. Yeah. Really? Over half of people uh, said they'd stop eating immediately and either send it back or just not eat it. But more than a third of us would keep eating. 25% of people <laughs> said they'd be grossed out but eat their food anyway. 10% said, eh, no big deal. It's hair. Men, by the way, three times more likely than women to say they just keep eating and not even think about it. I don't know. What if you get into it and it's like a really good rip? <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like some really good barbecue. And you're like, oh, man, this is like the best barbecue I've ever Oh, hair. Uh, There's got to be just one, right? Uh, right. I'll just eat it. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it depends on the situation. I know it's gross. I'm not saying that like I'm like, hey, yeah, bring on all the hair. How late at night is it? And what are my other options? Yeah. <laughs> this pizza is delicious. <laughs> This is exactly what I needed after 17 beers. Oh, there's hair on it. Whatever. I don't know. Put more hair on it. (laughs) Yeah. If you're out at a nice restaurant, though, you know what I mean? Coming in your steak. Yeah. yeah, Coming in your steak. 719, Shaw. Coming in your steak, Shaw. That's what I said. You don't want that in your tenderloin. You know what I mean? No. That's a whole different You're loaded baked potato. You don't want that. Yeah, different kind of load. Don't want that. Different kind of load, mm-hmm. Shaw. Different kind of load. <laughs> Coming in your steak. <laughs> oh, Brian didn't get enough sleep. Oh, I did, actually. No, I did. I did. I did. Oh. It's just really oh, funny. Oh, no. Gene uh. from the rafters. <laughs> Coming in your steak. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. What kind of restaurant is this? <laughs> oh, man. All right. <laughs> I'm trying, man. I'm trying to move on, Shaw. I got to get that one. All right. (laughs) What? You. It's so funny. You're goofy. (laughs) Uranus, Brian. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, It's the worst. When they're coming in your steak. <laughs> Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Top 10 uh, greatest guitar riffs of all time, according to the readers Ooh. of Total Guitar Magazine. Number 10, Purple Haze, Jimi Hendrix. Mm-hmm. These are riffs. Got to be some uh, Jimmy on there, yeah. Not solos. These are riffs. Uh, LaGrange, ZZ Top. Mm. Nair, 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 yep. nair, nair, nair. Love uh, that. Walk by Pantera. Dun, 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 dun. You know, catchy. Iron Man by Black Sabbath. Godfathers of, of heavy metal, right? Enter Sandman. Metallica. Dum, 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 dum. Uh, that's on there at number six. This is number five. Go, Eddie. Rest in peace, Eddie Van Halen. He came up with a lot of good licks, but according to the readers of Total Guitar Magazine, the guitar riff for Ain't Talking About Love is number five on their list of the greatest guitar riffs of all time, Shaw. Again, okay. riffs, not solos. All right. Two different things, mm-hmm. FYI. Those of you that don't know, 
Number four on the list. You want to take a stab at it, Sean? You want to guess? Something by Zeppelin, maybe? Uh, they're in there. They're in the top four, but they're not number four. Ah. <laughs> Smoke on the water. Then the uh, I had comes in. Ticket, 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 ticket. Smoke on the water by Deep Purple, Richie Blackmore. Dun, 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 dun. You got to make a face like Jack Black in School of Rock, right? Right. But uh, Deep Purple Smoke on the Water, number four for the greatest guitar riffs of all time, according to the readers of Total Guitar Magazine. Gene, you want to take a stab at number three? I got nothing on this one. Well, there's three left. Okay. And uh, we've already gotten Hendrix and Eddie out of the way. Angus. Back in black. Uh-huh. Number three on the list of the greatest guitar riffs. Yeah, number three on the list. Back in black from ACDC. Angus. Got to be on there somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. In the top ten. Ten uh, top ten greatest guitar riffs of all time, according to the readers of Total Guitar Magazine. And uh, Black Sabbath already on the list. But that was without Randy Rhodes. This one is with Randy Rhodes. Ozzy with Crazy Train, Randy Rhodes, the late great Randy Rhodes on this one. Hell of a guitar riff, though. Number two on the list of the greatest guitar riffs of all time, Shaw, according to the readers of Total Guitar Magazine. Goes up, goes down, goes all around, Shaw. And, Shaw, you did mention uh, the Hammer of the Gods. Mm-hmm. And we haven't heard from them yet, and there's only one spot left. Well, guess so where they're going to end up. Guess where they're at. You want to take a stab at which song it is? I, no, I, I don't know. The top 10 greatest guitar rips of all time, according to Total Guitar Magazine readers. You can read more about this list on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. Number one. (laughs) According to the magazine, in 1969, the year Neil Armstrong first set foot on the moon, Jimmy Page launched his own giant leap for mankind. And you could take pretty much any... Zeppelin song and put it at the top, right? They're pretty damn good. Jimmy Page, one of the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. But a whole lot of love from Zeppelin at number one on the list of the top ten greatest guitar riffs of all time, according to the readers of Total Guitar Magazine. So it was a vote. It wasn't uh, just some guitar nerd telling you what they think is the best. It was a culmination of votes from their readers. Pretty good list. Not too bad. And you can move those pieces around just about anywhere, Shaw. I mean, you really could. Not awesome. Not great. The best is yet to come. But better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness podcast. Three-way once again brought to us by House Diamond Jewelers here on the Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. We found out yesterday, I think it was, Shaw, that Bezos is going up to space. Yes, he is. In his own rocket. Uh-huh. Did he build it or did some some expert build <laughs> no, it? No, he didn't build it. No. Okay. Did Amazon build it out of boxes? Right. <laughs> is that what it's made out of, Amazon boxes? Well, he's going to space because yep. he's a billionaire, and uh, and that's what people he do. Can, yeah, and uh, you know, when you when you don't have a lot left in your life to do, you just go to space. By the way, I watched a riveting documentary on Netflix yesterday about uh, the first ever picture of a black hole. Oh, space, man, dude! I, <laughs> no. it was, it's so hard to watch because they're so smart, and you just don't get it. And I don't get it. No. 
They're and talking. Don't. They're talking about how the the soft hairs on the side of the black hole can store information of the things that go into it. What? Yeah, exactly. I watched that yesterday. <laughs> I'm a I'm obsessed with space, and I I find it fascinating, right? And it's interesting, and you think about, and then they showed like a, you know, some sort of graphic as to how far away these things are compared to where, and it's it's mind boggling. You know, we think we're big, and we think that we matter, and we really don't. You know what I mean? Like in in the existence of time and space and everything, we just are insignificant. Uh, so it's very hard to watch and feel good about yourself. <laughs> But I watched it, and uh, I'm proud to say I got through it, Shaw, even though I didn't understand what the... Uh, Stephen right. Hawking was in this thing, okay? okay. Let's just put it at that, all right? High-level intelligence here. Needless to say, I'm a little off-base here. I got sidetracked. But I'm talking about Jeff Bezos and uh, his billions. Here are some other stupid things he could blow his money on, oh, Shaw. Oh, sure. Stupid things Jeff Bezos could blow his billions on, right? He could just spend billions of dollars and... Wouldn't even notice it. Wouldn't even notice. How about an escalator to Neptune? <laughs> <laughs> you could do that, Shaw. Take an escalator up to Neptune. Uh, how about a halfway decent toupee? Yeah, <laughs> you might want to invest in that. Mm-hmm. Or you could just get that GLH and spray paint his head, right? <laughs> how about uh, a secret lair inside a volcano lair. to right. complete his Dr. Evil cosplay? Exactly. Liquid hot magma. Other stupid uh, projects Jeff Bezos could uh, blow his billions on. Place giant Amazon smiles on the sides of the pyramids. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Don't deface <laughs> they them. Might, they might let him do it, Shaw. Uh, a vending machine that sells Ferraris. <laughs> when you need one right now. Blue. Don't they have those now? Don't they have? There's a car. Like yeah, a that car. Car vending machine. Thing. Yeah. I don't know if any Ferraris huh? are in there, but you never heard yeah, of that, Gene? It's weird. But car it's vending true. machine? Yeah, you can buy a car on the internet now, and they'll just ship it to you. Who I ship my car? Dude, you can go to City Meat Market and get a steak out of a vending machine. I like that. Uh-huh. Other stupid things Jeff Bezos could blow his billions on. Build a Roomba big enough to suck up mom and pop storefronts. Aww. Oh, man. That's harsh. Dick move, dude. Dick move. Create an army of cyborg Alec Baldwins. <laughs> Aren't there hard? Isn't the one that's... <laughs> One's enough. One that... By the Amazon River. Oh. I'm surprised but he I'm, hasn't. I'm, he might. He might like a highway, right? You rent a, a, a mile of it and you clean it up every uh, <laughs> couple of months. Little cashmere sweaters for his hundred dollar bills. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, Shaw, uh, stupid vanity projects that Jeff Bezos can blow his billions on. A movie about his life starring Chris Hemsworth, obviously. <laughs> of course, a shirtless Chris Hemsworth. Right. right? Hey, if you're gonna pay to have a, mo- a movie about your life. Wouldn't you want some sexy dude playing you in the movie, Shaw? Uh, yeah. Instead of some doofus that looks mm-hmm. like you look. I already look like this. I want somebody that looks good. Let's put on a show. You're listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. But let's be honest. Shaw's the real star of the show. Stick it up the butt. It's summertime, summertime, sum, sum, summertime, summertime, sum, sum, summertime, sum, sum, summertime. Tips you can use all summer long. Here's a tip. And just the tip. Whoa. It's the summer party tip. Every Wednesday morning between Memorial Day and Labor Day. Welcome to summer. And only on the morning sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Summer party tip each and every Wednesday during the summer months, Shaw. We give you a little... Tell me more. A little bit of help to party hardy all summer long. Last week, we were talking about how to uh, increase your miles per gallon. AAA with some tips. Traveling. On how to make summer it. Summer travel. Yeah, summer travel. People are traveling this year, oh, Shaw. Yeah, you they bet were they locked are. down last year. They want to get out and about. Sure. They want to spread things. their wings and fly. And uh, this one is travel related as well. 
the best and worst affordable travel destinations in the United States of America. Ooh, best and worst affordable travel yeah. destinations. Uh, and this is according to WalletHub.com. They okay. crunched the numbers, Shaw. They took a look at a bunch of different uh, things. Best budget-friendly U.S. destinations. They analyzed 100 of the largest metro areas across 42 key indicators, including stuff well, like the good. price of flights. Okay. The cost of living locally, the local cost of living, number of attractions, weather, safety, and my personal favorite, Shaw. And yeah. I love that they threw this in there because this is a thing that my wife and I look Craft at. Craft breweries. Is this <laughs> I drank beer with my friends. Yeah. I liked beer. I, like, I still like beer. I like beer. Beer, ca- beer gardens per capita, okay. Shaw. Okay. This is important. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Don't sleep on this one because I tell you, whenever my wife and I go somewhere that we haven't been to before. You check it even out. If we've gone, even if we're going somewhere... That we've been, like Minneapolis or Milwaukee, we've been there several times. We look and see if there's any new breweries because they're popping up all the time, Shaw. It's important to us. It's something we enjoy doing. So I love the fact that Beer Gardens Per Capita is a part of their list. So where should we go? Uh, well, no big surprise. Orlando, number one. Mm, pass. Cheap, Hashtag Florida cheap man. Cheap flights. Well, weather, I think, is a big uh, is a big thing. Cheap flights, probably another yep. thing. Um, number of attractions down there, uh-huh. Shaw, Disney yeah. World, uh, all the other stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming there's probably plenty of beer gardens down there. Next up, big surprise, Honolulu. Hmm. <laughs> hey, you want to go somewhere nice? Yeah, let's go to Honolulu. Flights, okay. though, not cheap. Right. Uh, New Orleans, number three. So New top three Orleans. are Orlando, Honolulu, and New Orleans. Now, this doesn't necessarily mean that you got to travel in the summertime. Yeah, because I the... looked at that, and actually it's... Me personally, Shaw's yeah, Midwest. Hot, and it's humid. I want to go in the winter, you know what I mean, right. when it's cold here. And it's not and it's even crawfish now. season, by the way, in the summer down there. Um, Why would you go? The rest of the top ten, according to WalletHub.com, and by the way, you can see more about this on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. Austin, Texas, Atlanta, yep. Salt Lake City, SLC. Go see our friends in Bliss, huh? Go check out the Royal. Uh. What's really weird here is there are two cities in Oklahoma. What the hell is going on really? in Oklahoma? What do they got out there? What's magic about What is the tourist attraction? You said there was tourist. Tulsa and Oklahoma City are both in the top 10. So is L.A. and Little Rock, Arkansas. Yeah. Tulsa and Oklahoma City. Shall I well, can check Little those Rock, two off your list? I don't have a burning desire to really go to any of those places. Again, 42 key indicators, including stuff like the price of flights. Maybe it's real cheap to fly to Oklahoma. <laughs> Uh, the local cost of living, the number of attractions, weather safety, and the number of beer gardens per capita all uh, in those key indicators. And uh, Oklahoma, two cities making the top ten, Shaw. Wouldn't have guessed. You want to take a stab at the worst city to go to? Detroit. You're, not, you're probably not going to get it. Chicago. Uh, no. neither, neither of you are right. But you're, you're right in thinking it's somewhere in the Midwest. Okay, wait. Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, the Midwest. St. Louis. Nope. Uh, smaller, think smaller, oh. Shaw. Not major metropolitan oh, yeah. area, but smaller. I mean, it's a big city. It's not like it's a tiny little town, but because they were looking at a hundred of the biggest uh, metro areas. Okay, Lansing, Michigan. Oh. Really? Now, you guys have probably both been there for meetings, right? For uh, well, you have been family there, Lansing. don't you? Shaw? I've been past okay. there. But... Okay, Shaw, you've driven past. What do yeah. you think? Yeah. I'm on my way to Ann Arbor. And the eye test? <laughs> well, we didn't get close enough to see. So. All right. Hey, look at that over there. That's uh, the worst city to visit. How about Gary, Indiana? Uh, Ventura County, California, just north of L.A., was second worst, followed by Fort Myers, Florida. Portland, Maine on the list. And Allentown, Pennsylvania, also on the list of the worst cities to visit uh, based on 42 key indicators, according to WalletHub.com. If you want to see those uh, cities and you want to find out more about 
their survey and how they crunch the numbers, you can go to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. If you're looking for a place to travel to this summer, go to Oklahoma. <laughs> Have a good time. Sure. <laughs> but there you go. Summer party tip each and every Wednesday here on the Morning Sickness on 957 The Rock. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. One of them can have an entire conversation made up of movie quotes. I paid a fool. The other two usually have no clue what the f*** he just said. You like movies about gladiators. You love to party. I'll be back. Wednesday mornings at 8.15. Win Brian's morning show money. They're always after me, lucky charms. By playing You're Killing Me Shaws. You're killing me, Smalls. I want you to be nice. Until it's time. You're killing me, Shaws. Brought to you by GECU, the friendly credit union. You're killing me, Shaws. Each and every Wednesday, just after 8, your chance to win my very own morning show money. $20 up for grabs this week. We had some issues with the phones last week. Not our fault, but didn't really play an official round of You're Killing Me, Shaws. So we just added 10 bucks to it and uh, made it $20 for this week's Shaw. Gene, by the way, no hesitation. When I asked her if she thought you'd get it, and yeah. she said yes. Oh, really? Okay. She said you're wearing a golf shirt and windbreaker pants. Yeah, like track pants. Mm-hmm. Are you well, going golfing? Like you're going golfing? No, I'm not going golfing today. You All look like today. you're going golfing. Also, Shaw. you were you were telling an animated story outside of her office that I did not get to hear. Shaw, you look like you're going golfing. Are you going golfing I, today? I am not going golfing today. It's it's too hot for that. But I'm trying to find the right balance between the 95 degree weather outside and the 65 degree weather in my news booth. So. Somewhere in between. In, you can right. come in here. We'll start a bum fire. We'll just do, do things from inside the rock studio. Nice. What's uh, what's this animated story? What's going on? Why didn't I get to hear it? I can share it with you later. There's some things that sometimes Sean and I just talk about. Mm-hmm. Outside of the studio yeah. where I could easily open the door and just hear it? Well, it wasn't like behind your back. Right. It wasn't about you. Wasn't... I thought we were a team. We've been doing this thing together for almost 15 years. What the hell? He's going golfing with someone without you today. <laughs> How much of a team do you really think you are? And you want me to do stuff for you when you're on vacation? <laughs> I'm just saying, he's got a golf ball for That's all I'm saying. Like, I give a rat's ass. 608 784 is the number. It doesn't matter what Gene's opinion is, Shaw. Let's see if we can get a winner okay. on the phone here. Hey, this is Don. How are you doing, man? Doing all right, Don. Are you familiar with how this game is played? I am. All right, Don. Do you think Shaw's going to know the movie quote, or do you think he's not going to know the movie quote? I think he's going to know it this morning. You're saying yes. All right, Don. If you're right, right. you get 20 bucks of my morning show money. What are you going to do with it? Sweet. Sweet. Uh, I don't know, man. Maybe buy some cold beer. I like this guy. Mm-hmm. I like Don because uh, his phone was clear. Mm-hmm. He's got a mission for that $20. And he was courteous on the phone. And he's not Bob from the Ford who whines and moans and bitches and complains in his stupid emails that no one wants to read. Shaw, if you know this movie quote, Gene will be right and so will Don. And then Don will win $20 of my morning show money. I don't think you're going to get it. Oh, great. It's a very famous actress from a well-known movie. Listen closely, Shaw. What do you think is more exciting, having sex or stealing cars? Ooh. Did you hear that? I think so. What do you think she said? What's more uh, exciting, having sex or stealing cars? That's about the gist of it. You want to hear it again? Yeah, better. What do you think is more exciting, having sex or stealing cars? Go for a third? 
I'm not sure it's going to help. All right, listen closely one more time, Shaw. What do you think is more exciting, having sex or stealing cars? Again, very famous actress. You got the quote essentially right, Shaw, but does it help? Not really. I don't uh, recognize the actress's voice, which sometimes can lead me in the right direction. Take a stab at it there, big boy. <laughs> Why not? It doesn't cost nothing. Okay. Uh, let's see. Um, you know, I have no clue whatsoever. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm going to say it wasn't this movie, but uh, I'll guess it anyway. Judas and the Black Messiah. What? That is <laughs> just a movie what I watched recently. Hell? Did you just watch that recently? Oh, that? A couple weeks ago, yeah. All right. That is definitely not the movie. I haven't even seen it yet, FYI. I do want to watch it. I'll get around to it. But there's been a lot of big movie releases uh, in on this day in history recently, Shaw, and this is no different from... 2000, the movie Gone in 60 Seconds, starring Nicolas Cage oh. and Angelina Jolie. Oh, waiting, that was her voice? Okay. Waiting to boost a car, and the couple inside the house are having a having a go, and she says to Nicolas Cage, her ex-boyfriend, what do you think's more exciting, stealing cars or having sex? <laughs> Gone in 60 Seconds, Shaw. $30 of my morning show money up for grabs next week. That'll teach you to have faith in the Shaw. Right. You ever seen Gone in 60 Seconds? I have not. What? Robert Duvall, Giovanni Ribisi. You've got uh, Nicolas Cage, mm-hmm. Eleanor, the amazing Mustang that he steals at the end. It's his uh, It's his unicorn, man. <laughs> no? Sorry. No? Not in my wheelhouse. Really? Gone in, he's got to steal 50 cars in one day, in like a weekend or whatever. <laughs> Got to outrun the cops, too, no? Mm-mm. Didn't see that Great one. Great soundtrack. A lot of really awesome vehicles. Vinny Jones is in it. He's, like, silent the whole movie until right at the end when he <laughs> drops some science on you. Oh, that's a bummer, Shaw. That's a good movie for you. I think you'd like yeah? it. Yeah, I think okay. you'd dig it. Action movie, cars. There's a snake. <laughs> Hell, I know you like snakes. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, really. Uh, probably going to drink some beers tonight now that I don't have a rock stop and uh, mow the lawn, going to sweat profusely, Oof, good and luck. then uh, chill out in the basement in the air conditioning and drink some beers. Lower your body temp, yeah. Oh, yeah, get it real cold down there. It's in the 50s in my basement. <laughs> Love it. Uh, plus, it's dark, and it's and it's solitude. I'm, I'm alone down there, you know what I mean? I don't have people. Uh, but here are some things you might regret saying out loud when you're drunk. I think we've all <laughs> been there, right? Yep. Said a few things when you've been. Is there something that sticks out, Shaw, in your memory? No. Will you marry me? <laughs> no, I think I was sober at that okay, point. Okay, okay. Well, you had to though, right? Just you kidding. had no choice. Just the kidding. baby was on the way. Gene, I'm sure there's plenty of things you've said, <laughs> of course, out loud when you were drunk. Just can't remember. Top things you regret saying out okay. loud when you were drunk. We all have these. You just wait. <laughs> By 2021, Kid Rock is gonna be the next Springsteen, man. <laughs> Springsteen, man. Kid Rock. Top things you regret saying out loud when you were drunk, Shaw. Honey, it's Vegas. Let's get married. Yeah, <laughs> that's happened. Yeah, a lot of people end up regretting that one almost instantly. Top things you regret saying out loud when you were drunk here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. That movie, Cats, is the best <laughs> movie of all time. I've never heard anybody say that. All time. You can see their buttholes. Cat buttholes. <laughs> right? Top things you regret saying out loud when you were drunk. I'd like to place this 
$20,000 from my kid's college fund on the New York Jets to win the Super Bowl. Never a good investment. Yes, I mean it. You're pretty. <laughs> top, top things you regret saying out loud when you were drunk? Of course I pre-ordered the next Ed Sheeran album. <laughs> He's wonderful. He's delightful. Just keep that to yourself. He yeah. does all the music himself. And he hates ketchup. Actually, I think he loves ketchup, right? It's Decker that hates ketchup. Ed Sheeran loves ketchup, right? Isn't that his deal? I think so. Yes. He's got he's his own a, ketchup got, brand. He's like a, with him on the road. Yeah, he's an M. He's like a, he's a Patrick Mahomes guy. Uh, <laughs> this one killed me. Top things you regret saying out loud when you were drunk, Shaw? Yeah. Sure, Mom. You can follow me on Instagram. Go <laughs> read it. Yeah. Comment on all my photos at 3 in the morning. Uh, can't wait for my boss to see my cool new forehead tattoo. <laughs> hey, look at this thing. Look, I got it right here so everybody can see it. These are the uh, top things you regret saying out loud when you were drunk, Shaw. A few more. Uh, I've been touching myself during this entire Zoom call. Uh, Ooh, hey. Hey. Whoa. Hey. I'm not wearing any pants. <laughs> right. Well, that's... So keep that one to yourself. Maybe mute and also don't be on a Zoom call there when you you're doing that. I can't believe how many instances of that we had. Top things you regret saying out loud when you were drunk? You're way better in bed than your sister. Ooh, ow. She's a bum. <laughs> hey, you got 200 bucks. I want to go to the Gap and get that new Kanye jacket. We're no longer friends. Uh, a couple more, Shaw. The top things you regret saying out loud when you were drunk. I'll have three Doritos, Lacos, Tacos, Combos, please. <laughs> three of them. Now. Answer me, box. <laughs> sure, I'll subscribe to your podcast. Everybody's got a freaking podcast. Uh -huh. And uh, last but not least, Shaw, the top things you regret saying out loud when you were drunk. They're just eyebrows. Just shave them. Just shave. Go ahead. Just, 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 uh, take them right off. Don't grow back. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. The moon's orbit is changing slightly, and so is the Earth's orbit around the sun. Is there anything that the National Forest Service or BLM can do to change the course of the moon's orbit? or the Earth's orbit around the sun, obviously that would have profound effects on our climate. I would have to follow up with you on that one, Mr. Gomert. Oh, uh, man. What? What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. <laughs> that might be the dumbest thing. These are the people that we elect to lead us, to take care of us, to make sure we're getting what we need, and these are the things that they're coming up with. Maybe the Forestry Service can alter the orbit of the moon <laughs> to prevent climate change. Jesus effing Christ. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. I'm at my wit's end with these people, Shaw. How is that even a thought in your head? How is that even possible? Uh -huh. This is a congressman. Congressman Louis Gomer asking if a federal agency could change the orbit of the moon and Earth to fight climate Volcanic? change. What Have movie, you ever thought about that? What Brian? movie is he watching? <laughs> right. Look, I've watched a lot of movies, Shaw. They dug all the way to the core and then they exploded a nuclear bomb in the, yeah, in the core of I the did. Earth to restart the Earth's orbit. And that seemed more believable. 
And somehow that seemed more believable than this guy. I don't know. I just don't get it. How is that even a thought in your head? You wake up and go, you know what? If the Forestry Service, right. what is the Forestry Service in charge of, by the way? The forests? Um, uh, Parklands, I think. Yes, yeah. The parks, the national parks. All right, I'm just taking a stab in the dark here, right? I don't know that for a fact. I'm sure they have many duties. But uh, my, my, my main goal here is just to assume that the Forestry Service has nothing to do with the orbit of the Earth or the right. moon. Did he also throw in BLM there at some point? I don't know if it's Black Lives Matter or some other acronym. <laughs> I don't know what they're going to do about it I either. Think it, but. I think it's another acronym for a different I assume uh, organization. So too, yeah. Some sort of Bureau government. of Land Management, probably. There you go. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what are we doing? Oh, that's good. It might that's be the dumbest stuff. thing. I've, it might yeah. surpass the pageant chick. It might... Know, did got, you see that lady in Ohio who was testifying the about... The magnet chick? We're, yep. we're going to get what? to her. We're okay. Gonna, okay. You, oh, we want to hear magnet chick now? What's, That's up to you. All right, let's get to magnet chick. Hold on. All right, here we go. So this lady was at a... This is at a town uh, meeting, and she was in... I don't know if it's town or state level, but right, I'm so not sure. she's at some sort of community <clears throat> meeting, and she is talking about getting the vaccination and how people are magnetized. What is it that's actually being transmitted that's causing all of these things? Is it a combination of the protein, which now we're finding has a metal attached to it? I'm sure you've seen the pictures all over the internet of people who've had these shots and now they're magnetized. They can put a key on their forehead, it sticks. They can put spoons and forks oh my on God. them and they can stick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because now Not we kidding. think that there's a metal piece to it gets that. Better. There's been people who've long <laughs> suspected that there was some sort of an interface, yet to be defined, an mm. interface, between what's being injected in these shots and all of the 5G towers. Oh, the 5G's back. Yes. Yes. Now, she, I, I don't feel so bad, right, for her because she's not elected to lead us, Sean. No, but she was brought in as an expert witness, apparently. She's a nurse in Ohio. And didn't she try to stick a key to her neck or something like that? She was trying to jam a key into her neck, essentially, saying that she was magnetized. I don't think she's gotten the shot, so okay, she's not right, magnetized. Right. She's telling us not to get the shot. And this was at a statewide uh, hearing about the vaccines. Dude, I can hang on a spoon from my nose, but that's just because it's big, You're Sean. Not magnetized? Not mag- yeah, I can do the spoon trick at the dinner table. Sure. Sure. That was a state legislative committee that she was testifying before. Okay. <clears throat> Again, I'm more perturbed or concerned about the fact that a congressman, a guy who's elected to be a leader in his community, right, and, and constituents and the whole nine yards is thinking that somehow the forestry... We need to lasso the moon and drag it around a bit. Again, I've watched all these movies, Shaw. I've seen them all. Mm-hmm. And I just... Uh, they're movies. They're fiction. Yeah. They're not real. Not based in Comes science. from Hollywood. Yeah. You can't land a spaceship on the back <laughs> of an asteroid. That's going by the moon. Lunar gravity. All right? I love that movie. It's one of my all-time favorites. I quote it all the time, Shaw. You can't do it. It's not possible. Not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Well, he's not quite aware of that yet. <laughs> maybe that's. Maybe he got caught up. Maybe he was watching Armageddon one mm-hmm. night. And he said, man, them guys, they at NASA, they know what they're doing. <laughs> Again, I, that would be a problem maybe for NASA. Not so much the forestry service. <laughs> Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You're listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. While they were not technically guests at our house, somebody at some point at one of our parties I stole drugs mm. out of our medicine cabinet. I had a prescription for Oxy for a crown slash root canal that I had. I had taken, I don't know, two or three of the pills, and that was all I needed. And then, uh, you know, they give you 30 of them, and you're they like, stole it. 
Well, and it was funny too, Shaw, because, you know, we have people over that we know, we trust, whatever. We never even thought of it. The next morning, getting up, kind of cleaning up and uh, getting stuff reorganized. And uh, my wife noticed it first. Huh. She said she looked in the medicine cabinet for something and noticed there was only one pill in the bottle. So, well, so they, they left the bottle there, but they took the pills. Huh? Yeah, so they took probably about 20, 25 of the pills and left me one. Thanks. Uh, just take the whole stupid bottle, I guess. I didn't really... We found out after we moved, too, uh, or when we were in the process of moving, that some other things had gone missing over the years, which is disappointing. You know what I mean? You have people over and you hope for the best, and unfortunately, we did not expect the worst, but that's what happened. Hmm. So stealing for us is the worst thing a house guest can do. Have you ever had a house guest, someone that's maybe stayed with you for a weekend or? No. No, other than the kids? Pretty much the no kids. No friends? Oh, the kids have had friends with them. But right, but I'm talking about your, your no, friends no. spending the weekend. Not like typically. It's been a long time, I guess. Okay. Gene, you have people over all the time. Yeah, I, but I can't think of anything that, I mean, kids break stuff and things like that, but it's not, uh, I can't think of anything that an adult did where I'm like, ugh, you got to get out of here. Worse, my oh, my Aunt Jane, when I was a kid, yeah. stayed with us yeah. for a while, and my mom used to make this like rice casserole uh so it was like a rice with had mushrooms and peas and i think a cream of mushroom soup in it or whatever and it, and it was just a little side dish whatever my aunt jane would eat the mushrooms out of the casserole the leftover in the fridge and leave the re- like so she would pick the mushrooms out eat those and then just like who does that what the hell anyways uh worst things that house guests can do apparently we're very concerned about our furniture shaw Number yeah. one number one thing we're worried about is our furniture. Our furniture. Number one on the list, uh, this is a survey of people recently. You can read more about it on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. But the uh, number one thing that house guests can do that are, that is terrible is wiping their greasy hands on your sofa. Ew. That's gross. Well, yeah. Why did you do that? Get a napkin. Wipe it on your pants, on your shirt. Maybe, wash your hands. Yeah, get up. Go wash your hands. But apparently our sofa is, is our number one concern because huh. number number two on the list of the worst things that a house guest can do is putting your feet on the couch with your shoes on. We uh, really guest house. That's probably inconsiderate. Really care about our couch, Shaw. Yeah, I, I, I think it's the overall like assumption of ownership. You know what I mean? Like, look, dude, you don't live here. Treat my stuff like it's my stuff, not your stuff. You want to be garbage man? Go be garbage man in your garbage house. Don't come over my house and be a garbage man. Uh, going upstairs or into your bedroom without asking. Ooh, yeah. There are certain areas of the house that are off limits. Yeah, why would they have any business going in there? Yeah. Stay in stay in the the, the living room. You know, maybe use the bathroom. Uh, showing up with a dog without asking first. Yeah. I don't know why that's a problem. You bring a dog over, fine with me. You're cool with that? Yep. As long as I can have, you know, pets with the dog, I'm happy, Shaw. Number five on the list of the worst things that a house guest can do include... Uh, Going through your medicine cabinet, and there we go. There's so. yours. No business yeah. in there. No. Fun, fungicide. <laughs> what What could she have? Fungus? <laughs> Kramer. Just breaks it right down for you, Shaw. <laughs> fungicide. Uh, if you want to see the rest of the list, you can go to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. But the worst things that house guests can do uh, include wiping their greasy hands on your couch, That's going through gross. your medicine cabinets, and all sorts of other stuff, Shaw. Yeah. yeah. 
Glad I don't have guests then. <laughs> right? Not awesome. Not great. The best is yet to come. But better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. It's Friday. The weekend's here, and you're looking for something to do. Check out three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Three, of course, is one more than two. See more on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com or on the free 957therock. It's the weekend. It is, in fact, the weekend, and there's a lot of stuff going on, Shaw. Lots and lots of stuff. Obviously, the oh, 95 man. Days of Summer continues with a rock stop this afternoon at Hanson's IGA in West Salem. Mm-hmm. Get twisted on Fridays with Twisted Tea and 95.7 The Rock. Pick up your Twisted Tea to get your weekend off on the right foot. Okay. Rock stop on Saturday and then on Sunday as well. Hit the de- Hit the details or find the details on our website and on our app for the 95 Days of Summer. But there's lots of other stuff going on this weekend, Shaw. Lots of other stuff. And here are three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend if you're looking for something to do. Okay. Starting with tonight's. We talked about this yesterday. Lacrosse Beer House has live music every Friday and Saturday. And this Friday and Saturday, it's Polka Joel <laughs> Kike Haffer. Haffer? Yeah, Excuse again, me? I... I, I didn't want to try to pronounce it yesterday, and that's why, because I knew I was gonna brutal I was gonna brutalize it. But Joel, Polka Joel, is gonna be there 6 30 to 8 30. Try the Friday fish uh, special tonight over there at the Lacrosse Beer House. Snag a couple of those giant hop prow beers and enjoy some live polka music. That sounds good, actually. Yeah, maybe come back tomorrow when it's a little cooler. 87 tomorrow. You think about that, 6 30 tomorrow evening, you're in there and they got the windows open, maybe. Mm-hmm. Can't go wrong with that. Of course, this weekend, Deke Slate and Airfest. A little bit cooler on Saturday. The Airfest runs all weekend. You'll see the Jets flying around today. That's practice. Then it happens tomorrow and on Sunday. They got demonstrations from the Navy Blue Angels, the U.S. Air Force F-16 Viper demonstration team, and the Vanguard Squadron, and a whole lot more. You can find out more info about the Deke Slayton Airfest online at aroundrivercity.com. If you're looking for something fun to do on Saturday night, get your butt to Galesville. Champions Riverside Bar and Grill. What's happening out there, Shaw? Champions Riverside Resort, owned by the Grave Digger, right? Yep. Owned by Gilbert Brown and his cadre of, of buddies out there. He's gonna I, if he's gonna be out there and pinching them cheeks. I hope he knows. Saint Paul in his letter to the oh snap! Oh, what? really? My boy's in town, Shut Pat McCurdy. Up. Yeah, that's right. Tomorrow night. Show starts at 8 o'clock. It's the Hawaiian Shirt Excursion. Perfect. I don't know how many of these stupid things we've done, but we've done a bunch of them. So get out your best Hawaiian shirt and join us at Champions Riverside Resort in Galesville tomorrow night for live music from Pat McCurdy. Have sex and beer with Pat McCurdy. Come on, Shaw, clap your hands. Let me not come here to praise Caesar. I came here for one. One thing, Shaw. Sex and beer. Oh, I feel like I'm at Oktoberfest, right? Are the two things we hold dear. This show does not have enough Pat McCurry. Are you going to hug oh, him? I'm gonna, <laughs> does gonna, he know that there's oh, going to be physical? Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, All yeah. right. COVID's oh, over, yeah. baby. Here come the hugs. I don't know if it's over, Shaw, but it's over. <laughs> <laughs> That's tomorrow night at Champions Riverside Resort out there in Galesville. Pat McCurdy starts at 8 o'clock. And uh, it's a Hawaiian shirt excursion, so make sure you wear your Hawaiian shirt. Then on Sunday, if you're looking for something fun to do and you love that polka music and you can't get enough of it, the Rhythm Playboys from Osseo are going to be at the Concordia Ballroom. They'll be playing from 1 to 5. These dudes, they got the squeeze box, the accordion, the whole nine yards, Shaw. Can't go wrong with the Rhythm Playboys from Osseo, Wisconsin at the Concordia Ballroom. 
on Sunday from 1 until 5. As always, there are a ton of other events happening this weekend in our area. You can find many of them online at aroundrivercity.com. And if you've got an event coming up and you want to see it on the website, you can submit it for free right there. How cool is that? Mm-hmm. If you're looking for three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend, it's right there on our website or Sweet. on our app. Go to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com for more info. Missed it? Download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. At 957therock.com and the 957therock app.